With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hi, and welcome to Nigelan Community Call. This call is for a targeted individual. Uh, for those who don't know what a targeted individual is or who we are, we are a group of people individuals who have been put into a secret, non-consensual government experimentation program. So what kind of experimentation program are we talking about here? Well, we're talking about uh, specifically uh, directed energy uh, weapons that have been developed over the past decades. We're talking about psychological coercive programs as a means to discredit those of us who are put into these non-consensual experimentation programs. And um, they do all kinds of experiments with CI, including chemical, biological, psychological, and social uh, secret programs, okay? And that's just a brief description. But tonight, I'm going to talk about uh, the NYPD specifically, because I live in New York, and uh, my targeting is perpetuated by the NYPD. It is uh, the NYPD who are given uh, perps, or who we call perps, or you know, your everyday citizen uh, who are working with the police and the government to basically run a biops program against you to discredit the CI, to discredit the CI. And so uh, also the use of mind control technologies, they're able to influence and somewhat control these uh, perps in a manner which, uh, you know, any person who is not a CI would probably say, well, you know, that's impossible. But it is. And people know it, you know, but this is, this is a psychological aspect of the program in which they've denied make you the TI or the target feel like you have a mental illness. And if you look up the description of the definition of a coercive persuasion program, you will see how they use the or how they use psychiatry as a means to discredit TI they use psychiatry as well as uh, uh, blacklisting as well as running negative campaigns against the, uh, the targets. Also, this friend that we're talking about the experimentation being done. So again, like I said, my target is specifically involves uh, many government agencies, including the the NYPD, uh, which is why I'm focusing tonight's call on the NYPD. So lately, the ACLU has uh, taken the NYPD to court, and also the uh, community boards are trying to take control over police surveillance. This article 
uh, comes from the ACLU.org, talks about community control over police surveillance. The increase in secret use of surveillance technologies by local police in cities across America, especially against communities of color and other unjustly targeted and politically unpopular groups, is creating oppressive and stigmatization, stigmatizing environments in which every community member is treated like a prospective criminal. Many communities of color and low-income communities have been turned into fishbowls and some into virtual prisons where their residents' public behavior is monitored and scrutinized 24 hours a day. Let me repeat that, right? But it says that uh, many communities of color and low-income communities have been turned into fishbowls and some into virtual prisons where their residents' public behavior is monitored and scrutinized 24 hours a day. In, I mean, that should ring a bell with you. That's why I read it twice. If you're a TI, you listen to this, that right there should ring a bell, uh, you know, with you in terms of, you know, your target and what's happening in your daily life. In most cities, the rapidly growing use of local surveillance technologies, which are regularly required in secret and used... Excuse me, I'm trying to turn the page here. I have to print out... Uh, and used in secret is unchecked. It is not uncommon for a city elected official to be unaware of what surveillance technologies have been deployed in their public, in their, uh, um, deployed by their police. This must stop. The funding, acquisition, and use of local surveillance technologies need to be brought out of the darkness and into the light. Local city councils, not the police, should be in charge of making decisions about how surveillance technologies can be used if they are permitted at all. Perhaps, most importantly, local communities should be given sufficient influence over those decisions. On September 21, 2016, first wave of 11 geographically and politically diverse city commenced legislative efforts to promote greater transparency and community control over police surveillance. Collectively, they are conveying a powerful message. The secret, unchecked local use of surveillance technologies, which threaten our fundamental civil rights and civil liberties, is no longer acceptable. The principle behind this effort, which is a uh, collaboration of the broader way or array of groups listed above, are intended to help guide these and future legislative efforts as they spread to more and more American cities. Ultimately, it is our hope that throughout our nation's cities, the people, not the police, will be empowered to take control over if and how local surveillance technologies are used and to ensure that under no circumstances are they allowed to violate civil rights and liberties that are granted to us all. Now, this is very interesting, okay? <laughs> and... Um, you know, the ACLU, like I said, I've contacted the ACLU and uh, just a brief message explaining my situation and they never get back. But I think, you know, and um, it's just a feeling that you have as a PI going to, you know, for money here, that, you know, there are people who are listening to our call. There are people who are watching our videos on YouTube. 
I know, you know, a couple of my videos I have over like 3,000 views, okay? So I know people are watching my video. And other CI videos, Alda, video and Neil, uh, this video, they'll watch it 33. And, you know, listen to us explain what is being done to us. And, you know, there are people out there in the background who are working to try to expose what's being done. And like I said, there may not be anything they can do. They, at the moment, where it seems like there isn't anything that they can do, they're constantly pushing for police uh, transparency when it comes to the technologies that is being used. And a lot of these secret technologies are being used on TIs, okay? They are, they're being tested on us. Uh, they've, been used, they've been used to surveil us. They've been used to uh, get people in your neighborhood to spy on you, to basically... Uh, um, participate in a coercive psychological uh, warfare of science against you and the CI. There's no question about it I, that I think that, you know, this is a step in the right direction. And hopefully the people on the community board are not just representative of the police department because that's what exactly what the NYPD would do. They will try to put people on those boards, community boards, that are favorable to the NYPD or the police department across the country. Okay, so here's another story which is very, very interesting. Like, and I like this article because it sheds light, a different kind of light, in what the NYPD is doing and how fast and, and the, the, their ability, okay, and how they try to hide what it is that they're doing. So it says, NYPD can't find rules for its special secret stamp. The New York City Police Department has been stamping documents secret, but the department claims it has no information about what the mark means or about the number of secret documents in its possession. In a response sent in late May, the HuffPost public record request, the police department said it could not find no guidelines for its mysterious NYPD secret market, which appears on many of the records connected to its Muslim surveillance program. The Huffington Post also asked the NYPD to say how many of its records are actually classified NYPD secret, and whether the mark prevents documents from being released under the Freedom, the State Freedom of Information Act. The response to all the queries are the same. The department was unable to locate records responsive to your request based on the information provided. The NYPD Freedom of Information Law Unit gave a nearly identical response to a similar request for classified guidelines made by the transparency website Merkrock. HuffPost is appealing the search completeness, but if the NYPD answer stands, it appears the police department may not have any rules for its special secret market, which would confirm department critics' worst fears about classification system. Federal law enforcement agencies like the FBI rely on a wide range of legal authorities to classify and protect sensitive documents. The Bureau consults a presidential executive order the Code of Federal Regulations, the FBI National Security Information Security Classification Guide, the FBI Automatically Declassified Guide, 
a federal law about mishandling classified documents and the Espionage Act of 1917. By contrast, the NYPD appears to rely on nothing of the sort, or at least it can find its guidelines. The Department Press Office did not respond to repeated requests for comment, so it is unclear whether the practice of marking documents as secret has continued on the new commissioner, William Bratton, since the departure of former head Raymond Kelly. Bratton has promised a new era of transparency at the NYPD, stated in February that there should be no secrets in the NYPD. Experts interviewed by HuffPost in September said the classification system was another sign that the Department Intelligence Division operates like a mini-CIA under its former head, David Cohen, a veteran of the federal uh, agency. So, again, you know, I say this all the time, too. I said, I've always said since, since the 1980s that the NYPD has been infiltrated by the CIA. They have CIA plans there as officers, uh, captains, lieutenants, uh, detectives uh, who are on the CIA payroll or, and who are actually CIA agents embedded within the police department, New York, Chicago, Los Angeles, or some of the big cities that if you look within the police department, within those cities, they are, if they are CIA agents and they work together with the CIA agency on cases which they should not have because the CIA is not supposed to operate on U.S. soil, okay? And this is what happens. So the NYP has been marking documents as secret. Why? It, there, is, there is no legal uh, authority for them to do so, okay? Unlike the FBI or the CIA, right? So it is very troubling that they would mark these documents secret that way that if someone is trying to find information through the Freedom of Information Act, they will not be able to gather or get those information because, again, those documents are marked secret. And if they can't find any stipulation within their department that says it is okay for documents to be marked secret as if it was classified in terms of, you know, it's the CIA where you have the classified marking, classified documents in the matter of national security, Yes, but there is nothing of the sort uh, for the NYPD to even be doing this. And since they can't find any rule, okay, any rule or any document that gives them the right to do this, they, you know, they shouldn't be doing it. Okay, but again, this is how they hide their crimes. This is how, when they do something that's illegal, this is how they hide it. You know, they mark it as being secret or classified, unbelievable. But you know that's the NYPD for you, and I know because I have my I have my deals with them every single day as a targeted individual, from the sirens, the noise campaign, to the synchronization, you know, uh, with the with the, the police cars and stuff like that when I'm driving, I'm leaving my house and such. It is a, a daily occurrence. It's, it's never, you know, there may be one or few days when it doesn't happen. That's really the days that I don't go. Aside, <laughs> but when I do, it's you know it's the same thing over and over again. All right, so let's move on to the uh, next 
article. Former employee says Yahoo secretly searched customer email for U.S. intelligence. It is not known what information intelligence officials were looking for. Yahoo Inc. last year secretly built a custom software program to search all of its customers' incoming email for specific information provided by U.S. intelligence officials according to people familiar with the matter. Now, just because this this has been outed uh, in terms of with Yahoo doesn't mean that Google and Microsoft, you know, uh, Outlook or Hotmail, that they're not doing it, okay? Because believe me, they are. The company complied with a classified U.S. document from a government directive, scanning hundreds of millions of Yahoo Mail accounts on the behest of the National Security Agency, or FBI the two former employees, and a third person afraid of the event. Some surveillance experts said this represents the first case surface of a U.S. Internet company agreeing to, spy, agreeing to a spy agency demand by searching all arriving messages as opposed to examining stored messages or scanning a small number of, docu- of, of, of accounts in real time. It is not known what information intelligence officials were looking for, only that they wanted Yahoo to search for a set of characters. That could mean a phrase in an email or an attachment, said the source, who did not want to be identified. I don't blame them. <laughs> Rutgers were unable to determine what data Yahoo may have handed over, if any and if intelligence officials had approached other email providers besides Yahoo with this kind of request. According to two former employees, Yahoo Chief Executive Marissa Mayer, the decision to obey the directive roiled some senior executives and led to the June 2015 departure of Chief Information Security Officer Alex Stamos, who now holds the top security job at Facebook. Oh, yeah. All you Facebook users, that, 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 that includes me too, okay? So you know the government is, is, is active on Facebook, and I, you know, the TI, I know that. Yahoo is a law-abiding company and complies with the laws of the United States, the company said in a brief statement in response to Rutgers' question about the demand Yahoo declined any, uh, any further comment. Through a Facebook spokesman, Stamos declined to review, I mean, uh, Stamos declined a request for an interview. NSA referred questions to the Office of Director of National Intelligence, which declined to comment. See, they're all declining now. They're all different because they don't want to make a statement. All right? I mean, I have, I have Yahoo, and I haven't used that in a year. I will probably go and deactivate my Yahoo account. The NSA... Uh, Okay, we read that already. Uh, the document to search Yahoo Mail accounts came in the form of a classified directive sent to the company's legal team, according to the three people familiar with the matter. U.S. phone and Internet companies are known to have handed over bulk customer data to intelligence agencies. But some former government officials and private surveillance experts said they had not previously seen either such a broad directive 
for real-time web collection or one that requires the creation of a new computer program. Uh, and this, uh, this, I've, you know, last week on my show I talked about how the uh, <clears throat> how there are these private companies and what it is that the government will go to these private companies and they will say, okay, I want you to build me an app that can, you know, uh, identify certain words that are in hashtags. So for hashtag Black Lives Matter, once you tweet hashtag Black Lives Matter or you put it on Facebook, put it on YouTube, you're automatically entered into a uh, database from this from these apps. And these apps is what they do is that they treat you as a threat. Okay, so you may be a college student just you know saying hashtag Black Lives Matter, and they consider you a threat just for posting that on Twitter or Facebook. Or, I mean, it is ridiculous. The, the the surveillance apparatus in this country is beyond beyond reproach. It is unbelievable. It makes what the Stasi in Germany look like children compared to what's happening today. This is the Stasi tenfold, okay, right here in the United States, which is supposed to be a democratic country where we have a constitution that protects people's rights, but people's rights are being tramped on every single day. And we as TIs, we know this, you know? And we, we, are, we are suffering the worst uh, atrocities since, you know, recent, I would say since just recently, you know, uh, World War II. Okay? So, I mean, it is unbelievable. Okay? Okay. So I've seen that a wiretap in real time on a selector, said Albert Janari, uh, a lawyer who represents phone and internet companies on surveillance issues for 20 years before moving to Stanford University this year. A selector refers to a type of search term used to zero in on specific information. It would be really difficult for a provider to do that, he added. Experts said it is likely that the NSA or FBI had approached another Internet company with the same demand, since they evidently did not know what email account were being used by the target. The NSA usually makes requests for domestic surveillance through the FBI, so it is hard to know which agency is seeking information. Runners was unable to confirm whether the 2015 demand went to other companies or if any applied. Alphabet Inc., Google, and Microsoft Corp., two major U.S. email service providers, did not respond to requests for comments. Challenging the NSA. Under laws including the 2008 amendment to the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, intelligence agencies can ask U.S. phone and Internet companies to provide customer data to aid foreign intelligence gathering efforts for a variety of reasons, including prevention of terrorist attacks. Disclosure of, by former NSA contractor Edward Snowden and others have exposed the extent of electronic surveillance and led U.S. authorities to modestly scale back some of the programs, in part to protect privacy rights. Companies, including Yahoo, have challenged some classified surveillance before the Foreign Intelligence 
surveillance court, a secret tribunal. Some Pfizer experts say Yahoo could have tried to fight last year's directive on at least two grounds, the breadth of the demand and the necessity of writing a special program to search all customers' email in transit. So they're not just looking for uh, email from a specific person. They're looking for email from everybody. So there's a broad brush that's being painted. When they yeah, it's a complete sweep. So listen to this because Trevor Tim also wrote about it. He says civil liberties groups have been calling this type of about mass surveillance in which the government scans all emails for certain keywords, illegal and unconstitutional for years. But so far, no court has ruled definitively one way or the, another. Then he goes on to say, now the question reporters should be asking is, if Yahoo received this secret order, what about other tech giants? You know, like you're saying, Google, Facebook, Microsoft. Uh, do they receive similar, similar demands to wiretap their own systems for searching all emails at the behest of the United States government or others? The Yahoo story, if borne out, would be the quintessential example of how government-mandated Backdoors are dangerous for everyone's security and why end-to-end encryption needs to be standard on all our communication platforms. Incredibly, Yahoo apparently built this backdoor into its email system without even telling its then-security chief, Alex Stamos. The source said the program was discovered by Yahoo's security team in May 2015 within weeks of its installation, men reported. The security team initially thought hackers had broken in. Stamos was reportedly furious and resigned in protest due to a programming flaw in the software. He told Yahoo executives hackers could have access to stored emails, men explained. Security experts have been highlighting for years how backdoors not only give access to the good guys, quote-unquote, but also can let other criminals or foreign governments into our communications systems. So they didn't even tell they were doing it, and they didn't even tell the head of their their um, IT security that they had done it. And the security team only found it. So they had other people, you know, like the government might have given them the the program of how to write it to put the back door in. And then they thought someone hacked them, and it was our own government demanding that Yahoo provide that back door so they could scan all these emails for keywords. I tell you, Nigel, this is ridiculous, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they, 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 they have, you know, police departments are using a lot of these apps, too, you know. To, oh, yeah. To, 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 to monitor, you know, activists and, 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 and people alike. So, you know, it is unbelievable that this is, so, you know. So why was it so unbelievable when I talked about my targeting that way back in early, you know, 2000, what, they went live in six, so they were watching me for a while. Mm-hmm. And when I asked the one time I ever asked why, the manager of the apartment complex told me, because you know how to organize. Yeah. Remember I told you, and he whispered it to me through the screen, and then he went back into his apartment, which was right across from mine, and then someone came running down the stairs and was banging on his doors and started yelling at him. I told you not to say anything. I told you not to help her. I told you not to say anything. And I thought, why would this guy be afraid of this guy? You know, because he was a part of the, the, the LGBT movement back in the 50s and all this other stuff, right? And he just cowered to this person. And he whispered it to me. And that's when I knew there's got to be surveillance because how could that guy know what he said to me when he whispered it quietly? Because you know how to organize. And that's when I knew 
they're using people like me to discredit one, but also to to um, to field test operations so they can go after, say, the Black Lives Movement or you know, yeah. Black Lives Matter. You know what I'm saying, right? Yeah. That mm-hmm. that they were looking for people who could figure out how to quickly discredit and and destroy them, and they used me like a like a human targeted scapegoat. So now they perfected the techniques on how to do it, and they go after anybody now. Right. Well, you know, that's, I mean, that's what they do. You know, they, it, it's, it's all a, a catch-22 with, with most folks, right? They, they use and abuse people. They manipulate people. People don't even know that they're being manipulated, right? We did. And, well, yeah, I mean, you know, some, some people, yeah, you know, some people pick up on it, other people don't. Um, but, you know, I, I think the key is, is to bring in the manipulation to the person's attention um, in certain situations. So for, I'm going to give this example. Uh, but, but what I'm saying, though, Neil, wait a second. What I'm saying, though, yeah. is that back in the early 2000s, because I was a part of the peace movement, the anti-war before the war against the USA Patriot Act and those, you know, Section 215 that everybody found out about in the Snowden leaks, way ahead of everything. And right. so... When he told, when he whispered to me, because you know how to organize, right. but that didn't. Get, I was, you know, I went, to, I worked full time. I was a law-abiding citizen. It was peace and social justice through nonviolent means. You know what I'm saying? Right. Educating the public about these unconstitutional things and what. So you're going to try to destroy somebody else's human life when they didn't do anything to harm anybody? Well, yeah, I'll do. Let, let, let's, you know, I'm gonna use two examples. I can use one example. I mean, you know, Gandhi did. What Gandhi did with the with the nonviolence movement in India was was a great thing, but you know people were people were missing the underlying um, uh, I think uh, underlying key factor in 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 the reason why Gandhi chose nonviolence. Right? Gandhi chose nonviolence for a specific group of people. Right? Not for the whole of India. Right? Because the lower caste system of people, Gandhi didn't care about because Gandhi believed in the caste system. People need to understand that. The caste system, um, for folks who don't know, is that certain groups of people in India are are are, um, are destined, I should say. Uh, through, I know, through I know what you mean. Yeah, like in China, they do the same right. thing. Yeah, right. you come from Beijing, so, Hong Kong. Right. Oh, you can, the sky's the limit for you. You could even come to right. the United States, but if right. you're in a poor Gandhi province, not, right? Gandhi did not care about the lower class people, the lower caste people uh, system of people. They need to understand that, right? Not only that. But Gandhi was a big, big supporter of Adolf Hitler. Even though he wrote Hitler not to go to war, but he he wasn't stirring up in his left. Yeah, but what reason, does that have right? to do with not what violence? What are you talking about? Well, well, listen, well, let me get to it. Let me get to it. What I'm saying is that is that that you know, us being you know nonviolent and exposing stuff is more of a threat because. If, if we go out there with guns and start shooting, then, you know, they can label us as terrorists, right? And they can actually show the physical, us physically hurting other people. But, you know, this, this method, you know, they, you know, we're given information, right? And they really can't put us in a category to say, well, you know, we're murdering people to get our point across, right? Because we're not. So your ability to organize is more of a threat to them than a single man going out there and, you know, shooting up a building. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. 
Well, in, in some respects, that is true because I did organize, and I didn't. We had a media team who did all the front, front, you know, showed their faces, but in the background, I was organizing. Does that right. make sense? Right. So, exactly. so that, whoever the infiltrators were in our peace organization, we were called Neighbors for Peace and Justice in Los Angeles. Okay, so we were fighting for social justice issues. You know, like no Walmart in Com- you know Compton or South LA because it's going to take the jobs away from people. So we were we were doing things like that. But when the wars and stuff came on, we we stood there and we were we got the LA City Council to pass an anti-war resolution before the war started. We got them to pass a resolution against the provisions in the Patriot Act that were unconstitutional, you know? So I wasn't in the forefront, like, doing the news, you know, the the press conferences and everything. I was in the background organizing events and stuff like that. But that didn't give them the right to do what they've done to my life. No, but all the the, grassroots, right, grassroots um, protests, grassroots organizations uh, are more influential Right then, the folks on the TV believe it or not. Yeah, right? you know what? You are right because we had one neighborhood group where we'd stand on a corner and say "No war on Iraq" and you know the Patriot right. unconstitutional. Before the war started, we had something like 150 groups throughout Los Angeles and Los Angeles County and Orange County. They had neighborhood groups that were sprouting up everywhere against the war. Right. So they said, "How did this one little neighborhood group get over 150 communities?" to get people to get out on the streets and say, we're against this war. This was before it happened. It was the grassroots organizations that had the biggest effect on Obama's uh, um, inauguration into the presidency. Yeah, but look what he did. Nothing. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm just, I'm just giving an example of why you know, the grassroots, the behind-the-scenes are, are more influential rather than the, the folks on the television. So what, you're going to take down the organizers because they were doing something well, that they thought was yeah, right? That, exactly, because, look, if you, because you were, we, we are the root. You are the root, right? The, 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 the hundreds and thousands of roots. On, I mean, people see the trees, right? They see the leaves and all that kind of stuff, right? But the grass root, okay, you, you are the root. The, 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 the thing that holds... You were the people that hold, that held everything together that allowed your your movement, your organization to sprung up and 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 have and get all these communities involved, right? So if yeah. you if you if you kill the roof, then you kill the whole tree. Well, that's what happened. Right after I walked away, shortly after the infiltrators just they broke up, they split the group in half, so it, it exactly. fell apart. Exactly. Right yeah. after we got the resolution against the Patriot Act. Um, right. The L.A. City Council passed that resolution. You know, even though it's symbolic, they yeah. still, and it was the day before, um, oh, the day after, was it the day before, the day after the, you know, the um, January 20th speech, they had passed the resolution. Right. <laughs> and so it was really interesting because it was like, yeah, but just because I organized doesn't give you guys the right to go through a smear campaign that's lasted for years. And they, they don't have the right, and they know they don't have the right. But it's because they feel like they're in a position of power where they have some backing behind them, right, that they yeah. do this. I mean, if they didn't have the, the political power, if they didn't have the backing of, of law enforcement and all this, they wouldn't do this. They would be scared out of their minds to do this, right? But see, what bothers me, though, Neil, is that, like, with all this stuff with Black Lives Matter going on, and they're going after the organizers, they, we were trying to explain to them, including me as a target, that, this is what they're doing. They're going to go after people who organize, and they're going to try to destroy them. 
Right. And that's what they're doing. There, there's one organizer in, in, in uh, you heard about the one in Los Angeles where she, or um, in, um, uh, what was it? Not, it was in the uh, Los Angeles area, Pasadena. And she was trying to pull someone who was being arrested by the police, and they charged her with a lynching. With lynching, yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, look, look, look at the guy from Ferguson, one of the head organizers. He ended up, well, he was found dead in his car. Yeah. Yeah, and the Well, I'm going to tell you guys evil. one thing. There was the, one of the infiltrators was a young guy, and I know it was him now. And we were doing an anti-war rally, um, and we didn't know the war was going to break out. You know, it broke out on Wednesday, and we were doing it was called um, uh, uh, Awards for Peace, and we were um, honoring those in the academy or you know the actors who were speaking out against the war, and and so we had it on Oscar Day. So what they did was they locked us down south of Sunset Boulevard, and we couldn't. We, no one could pass if you were anti-war because Bush uh, gave instructions that anyone who was anti-war could not be, have any presence at the Oscars because they wanted to show all pro-war. Because you know you have a billion people watching the Oscars, right? So here we are. We're locked down. I'm I'm working to organize with the security for LAPD and all this other stuff, and we get this event going. And it was really interesting because what happened was while we decided that we were going to do this awards night for peace on the Oscar night and not knowing that the war was going to break out, you know, four days before, one of the guys in the group said, you need to get in front of the camera. And I go, well, I don't do that. I organize in the background. We have our media team that does this. So, you know, I don't need to show my face because there's no reason for me to do it. And he kept insisting you need to get your name out there. You need to talk to reporters. You need to let them know who you are. And I'm like, well, why would I do that? And then right. someone from the group says, well, maybe you should. So on the day of the Oscars, the local television, ABC channel, does this you know, pre-Oscar show, and then they came down to our, our rally before it was starting, and then they pushed me out there and had me interview on TV. And then they started saying, you need to start doing this more often. And I couldn't figure out then. And I was wondering why was I going to disappear or something? Yeah, maybe you know, but but you know, it's so funny though. You know, if people are going to tell me that that one of the reasons why this is happening to me is because I participated in 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 um, protesting against tuition hike, which is my only major political protest, right? Yeah. I would find that extremely hard to believe, right? No, knowing yeah. what I know now, you know, knowing what I know now is extremely hard to believe, right? Um, but, you know, the, the, there, there's usually underlying factors also. You know, maybe, um, I, I, and, I, and I'm thinking, Alda, that I'm not going to play psychic here, but, you know, at, it, it, you know your ability to, to communicate and to rally people and to get people involved is a, is, is a, tr- is a tr- tremendous asset, right? Why do you think these, uh, these political, um, uh, the people who run these political campaigns get paid so much money? They get paid a lot of money. Right, believe it. They get paid a lot of money to yeah. run someone's political campaign because the ability to rally people, to organize people—not just organize people, but to organize people in in a cohesive unit, right? To to act as one unit. You know, we can organize people, but then you have you know, but to have people act as one unit, right? Like the Borg in Star Trek, right? A collective, uh, you know, a uh, 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 unit. It's very, very hard to do, and people who can do that are a special breed of people. Like seriously. Well, so they're going to destroy me physically, you know. I mean, just well, well, yeah, financially, because, um, credibility, I mean, everything. I mean, 
Yes, Alda, yes, yes, because <laughs> you've got to understand something. People like you can excel in not just that one area, but that ability serves as a foundation. That you can excel in so many different areas, right, where other people who don't have that ability can't. So they're trying to cut off every venue, every avenue that in which you can excel. Or let people believe that you that you can't right. or that exactly. you don't deserve exactly. it. Exactly. And yeah. then, you know, so and, and the best way to do it is actually, you know what, you know what I say? Uh, you watch, uh, you, have you seen um, Civil War, uh, the, uh, the the Captain America movie, Civil War? Yeah. And Captain yeah. Zemo um, talked about, um, you know, to, to the way to bring, when, when, when um, Tony Stark was like, well, I guess you failed, but in trying to destroy the Avengers. And he says, really, have I? Because, you know, to have someone implode from within yeah. is far more effective, right? Along, along with, you know, of course, the outside um, you know, uh, 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 tampering and, 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 and economic cyber, all that kind of stuff. But to have someone implode from the inside is more effective than, you know, whatever. I mean, they'll, they'll do everything, including have someone implode from the inside just as a, as a precautionary um, uh, method also. Yeah, but what but, kind of threat do any of us really pose, you know, other than truth yeah, it's, and, it's, and it's, it's, critical thinking, asking people to do that? Out of the, it the is, is our experiences and our, 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 no, our it's, not, it's, not, it's not that. It's not, it's, it is a possibility. Okay? It is a yeah. possibility of you being great. It is a possibility of your ability to organize people into a movement that they don't want to see happen. It is the possibility. Remember, after, after, in, after the destruction of the, the Black Panther movement, right, yeah. The FBI sent out an internal memo to its high-ranking staff that they need to watch certain communities and to cut the head off their leaders before they become effective. Okay? Because then you can't keep the masses in line, right? Because exactly. you have some people. Exactly. Yeah. So every, every up-and-coming leader or who they deem to be have leadership quality they will do anything to undermine and to destroy these people. Well, they did a pretty good job. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. And I was blindsided because it was like, well, I had walked away from the movement because I was starting a new job at Sony, you know? So it was like, I don't have time right now to help out, but I'll come back later. They didn't allow me to come back later. Does that make sense? They cut me off at the knees, man. They threw me off a 100-story building and blindsided my ass and blitzed me. Yeah, Nigel, uh, Nigel, can you can you um send me the links in the in the chat to my email? Um, I tried to click on one of the links, but it didn't open in a separate window. And um, you know, when I I can't hit the the back button on the little on the um on the chat window. Um, so I kind of I had to um re-log in the chat and then kind of like lost all the um all the links that you guys posted. Oh, you know what? Uh, I I I posted um, Nigel for you to read later. And that was in 2013. That's what they were complaining about. You know how you're talking about the secret, 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 and it could be nothing, mm-hmm. and they do it secret anyway. Mm-hmm. And so they were, they've been, they've been trying to figure out why they're doing this, and they're not, nobody's answering that question. They just mark everything secret, secret yeah. Well, yeah. or classified. They're like, mm-hmm. they're, they're like um, the, the guy in Deadpool, and he's like, you know what, Deadpool? Well, 
you know, we're just going to keep torturing you and torturing until that mutant gene kick in, right? So they're going to keep doing this and doing this and doing this until somebody with a, with a sizable force, um, you know, ignites something scary in this, you know, in this nation. Like, seriously. So, well, then maybe I, I, if I Trump mean, becomes president, we could speed up the revolution. I don't. I don't yeah. want a revolution, B. I mean, I mean, I do want a revolution, but I want a. I want a revolution of the mind. I want a revolution of the policies. But I don't want a revolution. Do that if people are unwilling to to accept truth. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I, look. It, it, if it boils down to it, there's nothing I can do to stop it. But what I'm saying is, you know, it's me and my thinking. What I would like to happen is a revolution in in the Congress. A revolution in the um, in, in the laws, a revolution in the policies, uh, you know, and, and the thinking of the people well, that no, that's not going to happen. Yeah, that, that's not going to happen without a physical wishful thinking. I said wishful thinking. I said wishful thinking. I'm just <laughs> right, but I mean, yeah, that's, that's the only how yeah, the only how that's going to happen is Allah said it is a physical resolution. I'm going to tell you why. Well, yeah, I mean, sometimes, yeah, sometimes... Let me, let me, hold on, let me explain why. Let me explain why, okay? Because society has been conditioned to protect the status quo yeah. to the I point believe. where they will kill you and I if we are a threat to that status quo. Yeah. Right. And, it will be, and it will be your neighbors. It will be the, the, the guy living next door to you, on top of you, on yeah. the bottom of you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It will be those people, right? Well, they'll get them to do the dirty work. Yeah. So without, so I, you know, they, they, they have, you know, remember we're dealing with, like I said all the time, we're dealing with people who are masters at psychology, yeah, at manipulation, sociology, Soci- exactly. They are masters in psychology. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. And they have the resources. They have the money. Okay, to, oper- yeah. to operate and run any kind of program, whether it be psychological, whether it be directed energy-wise in terms of weapons, uh, of you know, whether it be mind control uh, technology, they have the means, the money, and the technology to do it. But that doesn't mean we have to give up. We, it means that we have to just uh-huh. be more diligent, right? Yep. Yeah. I mean, not, not only yeah. just more diligent, but we have to we have to learn how to outsmart them. You know, we not we we need to learn how to play the same game that they play, using far less resources. Well, so like this, we can't play the same game that they play because we don't have the resources. Yeah, we don't have the manpower. It's not the same game, but we don't, have, we don't have the money. Right. Okay. So what we have to do in our limited capacity is what we're doing. Yeah, and I think, I think so. Huh? Is, I think it's what we're doing. I think. Yeah, we're exactly. Doing what we can do, what we and can we're not do. using violent. I mean, I use words as my weapon, and sometimes it can be violent words coming out. But mm-hmm. I, I, I believe that 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 is well. That's what the weapon I chose to use, which right. are my words. Right, right. So, you know, that's a, what we what we're doing is is is, is going to be. That's all that we can do at this point. Yeah, and it's disheartening. You know, don't get me wrong, man. Like I'm going to work today. Like I went to work today, and this is the kind of shit that they pull on me, you know? But you just yeah, got to get yourself up. you don't even have to, I mean, thank you for sharing, but really you don't even have to explain because I know it's very disheartening. I've been there. I've been there plenty of times, plenty, plenty of times. I just wanted to, 
you know that that was that you know that that book um, makes me want to holler. <laughs> like seriously, there are times when I'm just like I need to scream out loud. I need to scream yeah. out loud. You know, and, and I, I do that. Poor Nigel hears me all the time. <laughs> yeah. The thing that we have to keep in mind is that, you know, we, we are, we are victims that won't allow ourselves to be victimized any longer. Yeah. Right. And, and that's, that's the empowering part is that we will not allow, we have made a conscious decision to not allow ourselves to be victimized anymore. Yeah. Well, you know, we're still being victimized. I mean, yeah, I, understand, I, mean, I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. Right, yeah. We're, I understand we're not, what you're saying. But the reality is, the reality right. is, we are right. still being victimized. We're not, yeah, okay, but, this. We, we, right. have, we have learned the ability to somewhat fight back on a limited level, okay? Right. But we are still continuing to be victimized. You're still continuing to be poisoned. You're still messing with your food. You know what I'm saying? The thing I yeah. think what you, should, what, what you should say is that I have gotten to the point where everything that they do to me don't affect me in the way they want it to affect me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. We're not, but, we're not but we are continuously being, right. being, right. being, continue being the victim of this non-consensual, Right, legal experiment, illegal experimentation, and right. the psychological coercive persuasion program in order to discredit us, in order to take away our rights, using right. psychiatry, in order. Neil. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Oh, he's gonna cut off. He'll be back. Yeah. What? What? Yeah. What I'm saying is that you know we're not allowing. Uh, we're not accepting. Right. Right. We're not. The, we're the, not. The, I know what you're saying. Right. That it's like we are right. being victimized, but we're not. We're we're gonna fight back. Is basically. Right. Yeah. Right. I know what you're saying because there are victims who who just allow it to be, and then there right. are people who are being victimized who choose to speak out about yeah. that. Victim. I got dropped from the ball. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You got dropped, Nigel. Yeah. So uh, you know, like I, so like I was saying, you know, we, we you know we we basically have learned just from years and far experience research of what is really happening, what is really taking place. So oh yeah, we are no longer fooled. They can't fool us anymore. Okay, yeah. unlike you know these people out there who are being continuously fooled every single day, they cannot fool us any longer. We know the truth, right? right. So we're not, living in, this, we're not living in this. We're not living in this illusion. We're not living in a bubble. And since they know that we know the truth, they're going to do everything in their power to try to shut us up. And get other people to help them facilitate other people it. to help them, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like my work, yep. Yeah. Just like out in the streets, just like the neighbors or whatever. The, your family members sometimes, you know. I mean, it's just, they, will, they will use whoever they can because, and it's also this whole concept of winning. Does that make yeah. sense? That they feel sure. like they have to win, even though they know right. they're absolutely fundamentally wrong. They're, they still want to win. Right. And what the winning is, is always, either we die it, 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 or we give up. Like a, yeah, it, what it is is that they they try to make it into like some type of competition. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. And then also that it's like then also that they're, they're constantly you constantly they try to constantly make you feel like they they're giving you a test. So a, yeah. They're giving you a test to see what you're going to do, how you're going to act. How yeah. you react, stuff like that. So, so they can go to their focus groups and say, how how would you right. have done this? Right. But these people right. don't and, put themselves then, in the line of fire. 
So what what yeah. kind of advice Alvin, can someone who's in the Beltway give? Right, and Albert, see, that is some of the core dynamics when it comes to brainwashing, when it comes to psychological manipulation, okay? This is what these people do, you know, with the, with the subjects or the victims are made to feel like, you know, that there is some type of competition and they're always losing and these people are always winning. And, and it's it, 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 it to draw you into the game to affect you emotionally. And right. Right. Yep. Because you know they'll they'll send um, little sub like for example like in 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 my dating life if I if I'm talking to somebody you know they'll introduce they'll bring they'll they'll try to sabotage that relation by by bringing somebody in you know or whatever and then they'll um they'll send it, it, let's say I post something about atheism on my 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 Facebook or my Google and then they'll send me some little message say well. Uh, since she won't stay quiet about being an atheist, uh, she's going to date the other guy, loser. <laughs> you know, kind of thing. Right. So it's, but then it comes to somebody. Look, look on, my, um, on, my, on my Twitter page, right? So I had started, uh, I had signed up for Twitter earlier this year. And I started posting some stuff, you know, on the Intercept and on the ACLU website about, you know, non-consensual human experimentation and some of the, I some of the patterns and some of the technology that's being used around me and stuff like that. And I haven't been on, I haven't, you know, I mean, I get tweets during the day on my phone, but I haven't been uh-huh. on the computer to go onto my Twitter page. Uh-huh. So recently I went onto my Twitter page, and there were all sorts of pornographic stuff on my Twitter page. Really? Yeah, because, again, they're trying to discredit you, right? They're trying to discredit right. you. They're trying to make you look a certain way. So there's this stuff. I have to go and I have to delete, you know, everything that was on there. And, you know, I have to say, you know, haven't been on here for a while. Come back on here, and all I'm seeing is six and a half deleted. I had to delete, you know. Right. So they will find some. Just like how you know, they will try to discredit you in any way. I try to make you look bad. You know what I'm saying? Right. Try to make yeah. you look bad, and they will hack into your account. They will do whatever they can to try to make you look bad. That's they. This is their game. This is a game of how they, you know, try to get people to. That's how they try to discredit you, so people won't take you serious. Okay. Well, they're like predators, you know, Nigel. Oh, Nigel hasn't been on his page for a few weeks. Now let's totally mess with him, You mess with his page, you know, and it's just like, wow, this is really sad. You guys are a bunch of predators that wait till you can strike, and then yeah. when he's not paying attention, you strike. You know, right. it, it, exactly. like exactly. two predators. Exactly. They're predators. Right. Yeah, it's like, and you know, then, and then also, what, and then also what they do, like on Facebook, they, they'll try to they, they'll, like, they'll do it to one of my my Facebook friends. So they'll mm-hmm. post something on their page that's pornographic, so they show up on my page, you know. And so now, oh, I, have to, okay. so now I have to block that friend from, you know, <laughs> from my page because, you know, if they're allowing stuff to be posted on their page that's, you know, going to show up on my page, I'm like, no, I can't have that, you know. Yeah. So they, they will do it. If they can't do it to the second person, they'll do it to the third person, to the third person, you know, to get to you. Well, yeah, I mean that that's that is just that's just how they operate. They'll use any means necessary, any any venue to try to uh, you know to get to you and and discredit or or um or make you seem uh, you know uh, like a degenerate you know, in, in, in any way possible. Like seriously, yeah. because that's what they've been 
That's what they've been trying to do to me. Listen, my, my um, you know, I, I, I'm an author. I write all kinds of stuff. I write short, erotic short stories, poetry, erotic poetry, regular poetry, um, uh, regular articles, regular stories, um, you know, sci-fi stories. Regular, I mean, just, I mean, anything. I have a wide range of of topics and a wide range, a wide audience. You know, which you know, I, I cater to. My Tumblr website is it's it's an erotic blog. It has erotic poetry, erotic short stories, photos, videos, uh, music videos. Uh, you know, nothing pornographic. It's art. Um, also, articles on sexual health. Because a lot of people don't understand with this type of, of, of targeting and, and this type of program, you know, when they affect you sexually, why do you think HIV, herpes, uh, HPV, uh, uh, hepatitis, I just recently posted an article about hepatitis C on the rise and this new treatment for it that could, if the person has hepatitis B and hepatitis C, the treatment for the hepatitis C can bring back the, the hepatitis B virus in the individual, right? So... My, audit, my, my blog site is about every sexual health, relationship um, articles, how do you deal with, with, with manipulators, um, you know, because sex is a very, a very powerful bond, you know, between individuals, right? And, and, and people take advantage of that, and they manipulate people. Uh, you know, and, and also, you know, to get people to open up to talk about sex, talk about STDs. Um, talk about uh, you know, uh, this, uh, sexual dysfunction. You know, talk about the psychological as well as the emotional aspect of of sex and how these people are using this. Using well, they, sex. You know, it, it, it's funny because you know you talk about the you're doing it in a more decent way, and then you have these Christians and stuff like that, and they sit there and talk about how bad it is, and and they've done surveys and they show that people on the religious right are some of the most heavy pornographic users or, you know what I'm saying? They got more of the most. Yeah, they're like, you know what I'm saying? Hey, there's another article about the NYPD using the x-ray vans around. Oh, that backscatter? The backscatter van? Yes. Well, they're using it now. They have deployed it. They have been using it. They haven't stopped using it. But this is this is uh, when it was first revealed in October 2015, and you know the danger of using these type of X-ray vans is that they use oh, the X-rays yeah. to scan, you know, so you don't know what the health implications are. You know, people can get cancer from that shit. We don't even know if people, you know, people well, have. Well, what about when they get pictures of the women and stuff like that? You know, showing because yeah. it goes right through your body. It's kind of like those, um, you know, the airport scanners, and then they decide to yeah. share that yeah. information or. You know, destroy that person, or you know what I'm saying. <laughs> if you're fat like me, or something like that, you know. And, oh, look at how fat that person is. You know, and they're yeah, exploiting yep. that privately held information because they took it to you while you're walking down the street. There's yeah, all kinds yeah. of implications for using that 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 backscatter van. Yeah, let me let me let me read the article, right? So it okay. says, um, the police commissioner Bill Bratton wouldn't let the NYCLU or anyone else bully him for details on the NYPD secret super secret x-ray van. And they say vans, not even one. They have a few of them. The top cop was asked Tuesday about the counter-terror vehicle called the backscatter van. In light of a NYCLU request to file an omnibus brief urging that the NYPD 
should have to release records about the X-ray van. They're not used to scan people for weapons, Verizon says. But, you know, they, they, that's what they always say, right? So they, they always say they're not used for this or for that, but they will, they, you, know, you definitely know they are scanning people as they, as they drive by them. Okay, there's no question about it. Of course. The device, uh, the the device we have, the vehicle, if you will, are all used lawfully, and if the ACLU and others don't think that's the case, we'll see them in court where they'll lose. At this time, and the nature of what's going on in the world, that's, that concern of theirs is unfounded. He declined to give more specific details about the device itself. Those are issues I'd rather not divulge to the public at this time, Bratton said. I will not talk about anything at all about this. It falls into the range of security and counterterrorism activities that we engage in. The website ProPublica filed suit against the NYPD three years ago after an, invest, after an investigative journalist request for police reports, training uh, material, and health tests related to the x-rays were denied. So again, so this is Nigel? I know you got to out from the call again, but all the, um, you know, they're using this technology with, with blatant disregard um, for our health. You know, when you go to a doctor and you go on their x-ray machine or or uh, MRI machine, they put, you know, an x-ray, actually, they, they put a they put a, um, a leather, I mean, a, a, a lead thing over you. Yeah, right? that lead bib on right. you, right? Exactly. <laughs> and they go into another room. All right, thanks. Right. Right. Okay, I got dropped. I got dropped from the call again. <laughs> right, and they go into another room, leaving you alone, right, to absorb all that 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 X-ray, right? Yeah. All right. Well, and let me. Here they, here they are using this technology, you know, with with total, with blatant disre- disrespectful regard to the individual's um, physical health. Yeah, yeah. yeah but this... you know, the the thing is, okay. But the thing, the point I want to make a, get across is that. You know, when these things are exposed by, you know, the investigator, by investigative journalists, what have you, you know, they're always a couple of years too late, okay? So they have been operating with these vehicles for the past three years, even oh. more, okay? Yeah, you know why? Because even we as targets, we're talking about the Z backscatter van back in 2010 and 11. That's mm-hmm. when that, that, I put the link in there. That was 2010 yep. when some the company had their advertisement. So look how many years they were using it when they're field testing it, and then when it finally becomes a fully operational device. Right. So, and yeah, who do they use yeah. most of this stuff on? But us targets. Oh, let's park a van out by the target, you know, yeah. and let's zap the shit out of them with, you know, non-ionizing radiation. You're right, Nigel. They they don't talk about the consequences of what they're no, doing. They it just keeps so developing, so- developing, developing. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but listen, I don't know what happened because it went silent, right? And it says here, it's, it's, it says the New York State Supreme Court Judge uh, Doris Lane uh, Cohen ruled that the department should have to turn over the records, despite the NYPD arguments that disclosing that information could interfere with investigation. While this court is cognizant and sensitive to concerns about terrorism being located less than a mile from the 911 site. And having seen firsthand the effect of terrorist destruction, nonetheless, the hallmark of our great nation is that it is a democracy with a transparent government 
the judge ruled in December 2014 uh, decision. NYPD appealed that decision, and now the ACLU has requested to file an omnibus brief urging the appeal court to uphold the lower court's original ruling. People should be informed if military-grade x-ray vans are damaging their health with radiations appearing inside their homes or cars, says NYCLU Executive Director Donna Lieberman. New Yorkers have a right to protect their health, welfare, and privacy. Little is known about how the NYPD uses the high-tech machines, which reportedly cost between $729,000 to $825,000. The vans are also employed by U.S. Customs and Border Protection to scan for drugs and explosives. Well, the NYPD can find all that money. Well, listen to this, because I put the link in there. It says the health effects, unlike cell phone signals or millimeter wave scanners, the energy being emitted by the backscatter X-ray is a type of ionizing radiation that breaks chemical bonds. Ionizing radiation is considered carcinogenic even in very small doses, but at doses used in airport scanners, this effect is believed to be negligible. So if if they got a van out there just, just radiating you away, so it's ionizing radiation. It's not even non-ionizing radiation like, you know, Wi-Fi signals and electromagnetic energy. This goes into right. the ionizing radiation, like, like Neil was saying, the X-ray machines, the, you know, dirty bombs, the atomic bombs, you know, those type of things where it, they know it causes cancer. So, you know, Nigel, they don't care, do they? As long as they got their little spy gizmos and gadgets and weaponized technologies, they don't care who they 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 experiment on or look at or whatever. This is some this country's lost its moral compass. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? They, there's it's like it, it, everything's backwards. Right is wrong and wrong is right. You know, up and down and whatever. Oh, you sound like Steve Harvey. And how many of those are deployed in New York City? I'm sure they got plenty of them because they look like FedEx vans or, you know what I'm saying, you wouldn't be able to tell. They could put a, a FedEx or a UPS on there and then it, it ends up being a surveillance van. Yeah. It's, they don't care, do they, Nigel? Yep. So anyway, I put yeah. the Wikipedia in there and if you go down to the health effects, it'll tell you. Uh-huh. So this is ionizing radiation. That's way more toxic. That's like, it can be instantaneous. Like you said, you know, when you go to the dentist, they put that lead bib over you and your neck when they go out of the room and then they zap you. Yeah. (laughs) But look at Nigel, we were warning them, at least I was. I know I did a show on the Z-back scatter. So, you know, at least we knew we were trying to warn people about the dangers and where are all the legislation to protect us because we don't have a a firewall to protect us from this kind of stuff. Oh, that's just, you know, in movies. That's science fiction. I mean, how many talking point narratives have all of us gotten? Oh, that's just, you know, you're just imagining it. Those things don't exist, you know. I mean, how, how many of you guys have heard that? Because I've heard it from law enforcement, lawyers, you name it. I've heard it. Oh, they don't exist. As we're exposing it years before. And then Nigel's got to read us an article about NYPD that we already knew that they were using it. And we called them out on it, and what happens? Oh, you're just making it up back then. Now it's a reality. 
But does anyone honor us and say, you know what, you guys were telling the truth? No, they just keep targeting us. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, like I said, we've been exposing these things for years, 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 years. And they now come into the um, public sphere. You know? So we have to we don't have the credit. You know? Yeah. We, don't, we don't get the credit. We've been talking about it for a year. You don't get the credit. Right. Right. You know, because like said, we had to say, what is it about us? Yeah, that, you know, I guess they, they, they're doing a good job of discrediting us, you know? But I was trying to discredit us when things that, that are being pulled right now, we've been talking about it. Let me ask you guys a question. Do you think Kim, Kim Kardashian West was targeted? I mean, they stole over $5 million worth of jewelry. Uh, uh, $10 million, not $5 million. $10 million? Ten million. Oh, ten million? Yeah. What okay, but do? I don't want to... I, listen, I don't want to get into that. Stuff, okay, this is not a show. No, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm just saying. Do you, do you think that... Because, you know, as, as targeted individuals, we've all had to experience... You know our our property being stolen and and, yeah, but and she's taken. Not, she 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 was targeted for a different reason. She was targeted because of her work. She liked to flash that shit on TV and Instagram and oh. all the damn. So you know that's what happened. Now what's the, what's that singer? The one that was uh, um, mandated for psychiatric care because she was talking about targeting. What's her name? Yeah, I, 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 I forgot her name. I actually saw her um, on a on an interview today. Um, Talking about you know the on the television talking about um, you know the whole um, Kardashian theft theft, uh, theft um, episode. Uh, not her name though, but she was yeah she was um explaining that um that yeah that that you know of course you know she you know her experience about you know talking about TIs and all that kind of stuff. Indeed, I mean it's, it's it's I mean this could be the beginning of something that's bigger to come. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I think it was always meant to be. I think that we were used so that they could perfect their techniques, their tactics, the weaponized yep. technologies, so that they could deploy and execute it anywhere, anytime, on anyone. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just imagine. I want to get to this one. I want to mention something on fall on December twenty eighth. Ti, who was a who was. Was a rocker. She wrote the woman who was the place before we had died of a heart attack. And that's probably because of the stress she came to her as being a TI. She also wrote about her experience as a as a TI in her book. Um, what was the book called? I'll even the name of it. What was her name again? Bria Hiller. Bria Hiller. Is, is it uh, as the crows fly? Gloria Nela. Uh, there it is. Wait, type her name in the chat, Nigel. I thought it was um, is it as the as the crows the crows fly? No, she put a book about uh, uh. about her targeting experience. Let me post the link. Well, type her name in the chat, Nigel. Yeah, I'm I'm the auto.
I mean, I think as TIs, we are going to be in, in serious trouble, um, especially with Trump, um, his taxes, you know, his plans for, um, you know, for, for, for taxing us and, and him, you know, tangling over his, 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 uh, his tax return. $990 million. <clears throat> but Kim lost her wedding ring. I mean, that ring alone was worth $5 million. That's a big chunk of rock on her head. Jeez. I'm looking at the photos right now, and I'm like, damn, that's a big chunk of rock on her fingers. Jeez. Was it called Mother of All Black Ops? Author yes. of Gloria Miller? Yeah. yeah. Is that it? She's the one who passed away? Yeah. I think she was the one who was keeping track of all the targets that died. That have been killed by this, by this um, operation. Because mm-hmm. I'm looking at, well, Gloria Naylor collaborates the NSA, cooperates the NSA's brain fingerprinting remote neural monitoring of America Americans. Is that it? Yeah. Okay. So it was called the mother of all uh, the mother of all black ops. Okay. Here, let me give you that. All of a sudden, my computer's not working. But hold on, let me get. I'll give you guys a link. And 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 uh, Nigel, I was just reading an article about um, a, a, a mother and a three-year-old daughter who was uh, found guilty on the highway on a turnpike in Florida. Um, they both died. One of the the major cause was um, hydrogen sulfate inhalation. Um, what? It's a pungent, um, colorless gas that um, that came that possibly came from the car battery, um, the battery in her uh, Porsche Cayenne uh, SUV. I mean, that is wow. That is they're gonna need a major, major recall. What car? What, what kind of car? What, what was the make of it? It was a, it's a Porsche Cayenne. Oh, Porsche. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I guess they're trying to off some rich people too, huh? Mm-hmm. I I'm guess. Sorry. That's not funny. So the folks at the Porsche Cayenne might as well they, they better start selling their joint because <laughs> if, that, if that's going to be you know something to, to you know to to look at, that, that's kind of crazy. So, Nigel, this Gloria Naylor is the same one that wrote uh, Brewster's Place, Women yeah. of Brewster's Place? Mm-hmm. And she came out of uh, to say that she was targeted? Yeah. I didn't know this. They say that she was, she was having a, 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 a bout with uh, depression. Uh-huh. If you, you know one day that's, you know. Yeah. They always go for the crazy card. Right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, so it says Gloria Naylor cooperates the NSA secret brain fingerprinting of American citizens. Well, she wrote a book in 1996. In 2006, there were scant few people on the Internet writing about their own experiences in regard to being targeted for such brain scanning technology. However, in 2010, this has become an entirely different situation with thousands of targeted individuals taking to the web documenting these outrageous attacks on their privacy and inherent rights to freedom. So she wrote about it, This, you know? Mm-hmm. And then she says their eyes were watching her. Gloria Naylor meets the thought police in her fictionalized memoirs. So truth, truth through fiction, is that what she was doing? 
Yes. Another woman. Wow. Good for her. So she tried too, right? Mm-hmm. Heart attack at 60? That's kind of, you know what I'm saying? Nowadays, they usually, well, you and I both know that they can. Heart attack at 45. I know they've been trying to give me a heart attack. <laughs> you know, whatever, you know, whatever poison, you know, they've been, they've been poisoning me with. Yeah, her, yeah her, her book was called 1996. It was called what? 1996. Okay. Yeah. You know, but you, you know what's so scary, Nigel? Um, I remember, you know, when um when I was in, I was actually, this was actually before I was being gay. You know, it's funny. Hold on, Neil, hold on. It's, it's funny, right? Because, you know, you remember you have a George Orwell 1984 that documents what the the, the surveillance state was going to be. And then Gloria Naylor wrote nineteen twenty six, talks about the 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 thought police and the remote loop monitor and how the brain being brain being monitored by the thought police. It's very telling, isn't it? Right. That those uh, um, people, George George O and now uh <laughs> Gloria Nail, you know, you their books is all about I guess when she wrote nineteen ninety six you know, it's, it was a it was an awakening for her to, to tell what was to come. You no, know? just as George Orwell wrote 1984, talked about the surveillance, and well, yeah. you know we I mean, we've I mean, been living in a surveillance state ever since. Yeah, but not not just not just uh, uh, living in a surveillance state. We're living in in a in a state where a lot of people are under. Um, you know, some sort of, of, of mind control, some sort of um, trance. You know, I mean, I've I've experienced the trance-like state, you know, many, many times. Um, like I said, plenty of times. It's almost like, you know, there's another person looking through, you know, your your mind at the same time, right? And I, 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 I'll, I'll give you guys a perfect example, right? So before I got engaged to this, um, this young lady, um, mm-hmm. She used to take me to this restaurant called La Traviata on Montague Street, right? La Tra- have, have anybody ever seen? And she was always pre uh, preoccupied with HIV because her dad. She said her dad had HIV, right? Um, there's a there's a, a, a restaurant. It used to be in a restaurant on Montague Street in downtown Brooklyn called La Traviata. Now, have you ever seen the the opera La Traviata about the woman? Um, and her lover, and she died of a mysterious illness, blood-borne illness, right? Now, there is a Montague Street not from, not far, not too far from where I live, right? That's right across the street from a, a cemetery. Um, on, uh, it's on Sharon Amity and across Sharon Amity and Monroe, uh, Monroe Road, right? There's a Montague Street. It's right in the middle on the opposite side. Um, there's a, uh, um, there's a, um, a, uh, a a a funeral home a a um a I think a CVS um yeah and, and right and then there's some some condo so the street is like it's right uh, you know divided divided um you know the one side of the street from another and right across the street from the cemetery called Montague Street and you know it's it, when I like I tell when I when I realized um because she used to date a a, a, a drug addict. Right, it was a heroin addict and a crack a crack addict. Uh, you know, while she was you know a teen and into, and I guess she probably saw him you know, over the years and whatnot. 
But, you know, it, it just goes to show you how they plant these people, right, um, that, that and, you know, and not, they, they do things in, in not just one person, but, you know, how they bring people together, right, how they manipulate people to get together so they can hatch this scheme of theirs, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I said, folks need to realize what's going on, you know, one, you know, they put couples together, destroy or wreck their relationship, make one person seem like the devil and the other person seem like the angel. But in turn, the devil is not really the devil. The angel is the devil, but because of the, the perspective of it being switched, right? But then later on, they'll switch it back, right, when the truth comes out, right? So this is how they destroy two lives, right, in one meeting. And folks need to understand that because I'm wondering myself, you know, I've been, you know, going to South Park Mall. I mean, I've been seeing this street and seeing this street. And then, you know, it dawned on me one day because, I, you know, I love the theater. I love opera also. And I remember um, actually when I was, I took my ex-girlfriend Darlene to see La Traviata in an off-Broadway play. All right. And then, you know, when I moved here, you know, it kind of dawned on me, you know, because, you know, when I'm, I started dating this other woman who said the exact same thing to me in discussion that, you know, my ex-fiance has said to me at one time, in the, the exact same way. <laughs> you know, and, and it, really, it really makes me wonder and that, you know, that, that she and I were being used and abused and, and you know, had no idea of knowing it, right? But now that the truth is out, you know, I just want to see, you know, what 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 will happen. Yeah. Right. Now, it, 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 when you when you when you look back on you know what the transpired, you know, being a target, you look back in, in the past and see certain things that happened and. You know, we, we tend to draw a lot of conclusions, but so we gotta be careful with that. No, no, I mean, this you gotta be careful to draw a conclusion with everything yeah, that has to be a target. Because sometimes it, it and 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 again, you uh, you can get lost I'm, in in, yeah, in that. And I know that, and I'm not I'm not drawing a conclusion. I haven't drawn any conclusion. All right, I'm just saying that you know it's very it's very easy to manipulate people, right? especially. You think about it, she ends up in a high position, right, running a government agency that um, that has to do with prisoners' welfare, right? And and right. this guy, her former first love, who she's always had a very, very close attachment to and being a drug addict and wanted to save them and all this kind of stuff. And who knows what kind of, you know, whatever, you know, because drug addicts don't care about their health, and then it shows they don't care about your health, Right. And so to put her in a position, right, where, you know, this guy is, you know, in and out of jail all his life, right? You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. The, the, right, the, emotional, the, the emotional manipulation, you understand what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Right. So I haven't drawn any conclusion. I'm just saying that, you know, in, 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 my, in my targeting, um, you know, this is beyond the, the normal scope of, you know, what you guys are going through. You know, it, it, me being tortured as a kid, experimented on, you know, mind control, split personality, right? 
And then this torture, of course, uh, you know, through childhood to, into adult, right? And meeting, you know, these people and, and their situations, and and, and it, it just goes beyond the the normal scope of what other TIs are going through. Well, I mean, look, you and I are friends, so I mean, mm-hmm. I, you, you know, you're just as. We have some of the same experiences of being a target, but a lot of right. I'm not, I'm not, right. I'm not. I'm not saying anything. You know that that you and I have. But what I'm saying to you, but from my experience, right, right, right from my experience and listening to the other um, uh, uh, examples from other uh, other testimonies from other TIs, this goes way beyond the norm. Not just a little bit, but by well, and, far. I mean, yeah, of course. I mean, listen, man, you know, what real TI is is the law. It's having, having your thoughts being monitored and, and, and having thoughts projected into your mind. It's nothing that's, that's normal, you know. It's just, it's. But and but not just, and the funny thing is that you know when 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 my sister when our sister moved here right I'm pretty sure she was trying to convince her to move here too because she had mentioned that to me right? that 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 person moving to Charlotte North Carolina okay oh. right yeah that that is that is I mean you know and my sister has been at 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 the forefront of some very partic- peculiar um uh, experiences you know with me also you know the fact that you know when i was like about 20 years old i think she almost ran over my foot <laughs> you know i mean saw me looking at me through the rev through, through the, the 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 um the center um view mirror right with my feet hanging outdoors and then driving the car with my foot you know my feet like my left foot actually underneath the um the the, the tire right and then roll the car forward Right. <laughs> if I wasn't quick enough to move my foot, I would have broken my ankle. She would have rolled my. I wouldn't have any ankles today. Yeah. Right. I posted a um that list from UA for I'm not yeah. sure about the refurbished monitors. Yeah. That's the one which is a, it's a pretty good one. It's the HP. Yeah, well, you yeah. know what I'm saying? But, yeah, I mean, listen, man, we all have, you know, like I said, yeah, some of the expenses differ from mine, but the majority of us are the same in terms of, you know, being in the program. But they cater, they, they alter and they cater the, the, the targets specifically, and they change certain things depending on the target and what it is that they're trying to do to each particular target. But, you know, I would say, Eighty percent of what they that is, is exactly the same across the board, you know, with variations, you know, depending on the talk and you know what it is that they're trying to convey. So that's right. What we're about. Oh yeah, of course. I mean, you know, that that is, you know, I, I know that you know there are a lot of a lot of us are being, you know, manipulated in in, in such a way and coerced in such a way that um, you know, it, it's it's to me it's 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 immoral. It's unconstitutional. It's um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I can't even pronounce the word. It, it, you know, to, to fathom or and unfathomable or whatever. But it just it just you know it's 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 crazy that that 
these people have been doing this for so long, and and for not have for anyone not to have the type of proof that they that we need to have, you know, it's for us to receive justice, real justice. Right. I mean, prison time, serious. You know prison. how they work it, though, Neil. It's it's not going to come out for, you know. 10, 20, 30 years, and then they admit that they did it, and they do an apology, but we're all pretty much dead, or you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. They took away our quality of life, our everything. They stole from us everything. Yeah, yeah. We're never going to get it back. We, we're never going to get our minds back. I know. Okay? We're, we'll never we're get never, any of the we're, we're never going to get uh, jobs oh. back. We're never going to get you know, peace of mind that that of you know, <laughs> knowing that this is not being, you know, you know what I'm saying? And we're not, we're not, we're all have to be looking over our shoulders if we got to eat, whether like, we're going to get prison or not. You know, that's that's the feeling that we we going to experience at the end of the day. And it has to be someone from the inside who does a Snowden leak, and then we could blow this thing wide open. Yeah, that, that's it. You know, and I'm sure there are plenty of people out there, but I think you know, um, you know, people have to to have people have to learn to be to be you know to be forthright and and to be brave in some instances. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you, you 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 when you look at other people, Snowden. When you look at uh, Bradley Manning. You know, when you look at um, JFK or you know other people that that have really um, in their in their position, right? Knowing what it would do to them, that were were forthright and brave enough to to say, you know, yes, I have a family, and yeah, of course, I worry about them too, but you know. If they can do that to one family, they can do that to every family, right? That's why, you, like I'm, like you're saying, I'm really surprised that it hasn't blown wide open because don't any of these people think if they could do it to them, they could do it to us? Yeah. Of course. Of course. And you think that that would scare people for enough? Example, for example, you look, at, you look at President Obama, right? <sighs> president Obama is, you know, he's in, the, he's in the White House, but we all know the president don't run the White House, Right? Oh yeah, he's accessible, um, yeah. right? To the powers at be to do whatever they want. The Secret Service is not controlled by the White House, right? The White House doesn't decide who becomes a Secret Service agent, right? That's outside of their scope. They have no control over that, no influence on that whatsoever. Well. I don't know. I mean, the only thing we can do is what we're doing and stay the course. Because eventually something will come out. Whether we're here or not to see it, that's another question. But at least I know that even if I go out, I did everything that I could to expose these terrorists. the same. But imagine from the, from the first day that a slave stepped foot on American soil, right? Stay the course, stay the course for over 300... No, I'm not going to have people wait 300 years. 
Um, you heard about them. They covered it on Democracies Now. It's called the 13th Amendment. And they're trying to hide behind the 13th Amendment, which did abolish slavery unless you are punished for a crime. And so you heard about this global or this nationwide prison strike that's been going on because all these guys are doing a lot of, you know, slave labor, right? And these corporations know that they're getting product from this slave labor, license plates, whatever. (laughs) And so um, they're talking about the 13th Amendment and the abolishment of slavery, and then with that little caveat in there that says unless you, um, there's an exception with, if you're punished for a crime. Yeah. But regardless, it's like, yeah, but but still, what are you guys talking about? That that you're going to try to use that as an excuse for targets? Oh, you can enslave us with these weapons because you claim that we committed a crime and this is our punishment? Then why didn't we know about it? So we could get lawyers to help us fight. Albert, unless you've been tried and convicted in a court of law for a particular crime, it has to be verbally, you know, yeah, yeah, something called a Miranda, right? Yeah. Someone has to, to read a Miranda. First of all, not just I have to read your Miranda, right? And then not only that, but you have to have a a a a, a DA charge you with a crime, right? Right. Have tangible evidence, right, that you have committed a crime in order for you to be tried, right? In order for them to get an indictment, right? So that you can be tried by right, a jury of your peers. And then convicted, right? Well, not only that, but you have to be yeah, there in the courtroom. You can't do it in absentia if you didn't even know that you were being charged with something. See, that's what all these people don't get. If you if you are not charged with anything, then you you have not committed a crime. Right. If you're walking free and you can charged. vote, and you can right, right. Thank you. Can you you know like I can register to vote? Why? Because I don't have a felony against me, and I'm not sitting in a penitentiary. So why do you guys think that you have a right to do that? Because you're saying they tell you that, well, under the 13th Amendment, we could do this to the targets because they've been convicted of a crime, and therefore this is their punishment. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That we get to walk around free, but we're really prisoners? What the fuck is that? Excuse my French, and sorry, Nigel, for saying that word on your show. But does that make sense? It doesn't make sense. (laughs) (laughs) Right? So what, do they get that kind of excuse to, to your neighborhoods and your communities and the law enforcement that technically we've been so-called convicted in some banana republic in a kangaroo court that we didn't even know about? And they can't tell us what they did to us? Mm-hmm. I don't understand why people would even go along with it. That's what's mind-boggling to me. How could you go along with something and not ask these critically important questions before you picked up a tactic, a technique, and or a weaponized piece of technology and you fired it indiscriminately at an unarmed, defenseless human being? Yeah. Because people, believe it or not, not all people are good. No people say, okay, well, there's good in everybody. No, there isn't. You know what? I've begun to believe that. I think there are people... After the targeting that I've been through? Listen, there there are some people out there that there is just no good in them. Now, let me explain. Now, they may may be able to to show, right, good behaviors in some things, right, to show good behaviors. But showing good behaviors doesn't mean that you're good, right? Yeah, it's right. 
It's like if you go to church every Sunday, it doesn't mean you're good. It just means you go to church every Sunday. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. You know, and that's and that and that's the funny thing about it. You know, because you have people out there that are just there's just no there's there's no good in them, no matter what cloak or what robe or what uniform they put on. There's just no good in them. Period. Yeah. But then, don't you think to some extent? Targets have the have had the ability to bring out these people that you'd never guess would do some heinous and egregious things to another human being when you look at them. So at face value, like you're talking about, no one would ever believe that they could do some horrible things to other human beings, and yet every target and every community has brought all these people out of the woodwork. But Alan, there's plenty of examples out there, prior history, right, even recently, there's plenty of examples out here that says these things happen, right. these things are happening, are still happening, and these things will continue to happen, right? Because yeah. when you support policies, right, policies make things possible to happen. Right, it makes them it, the will for them to happen is there when you create policies, right? So when people say, "Oh, I don't believe this, and I don't believe," this, I can cite you so many examples that says these things are happening. There's just no way anybody can say that these things are not happening. There are too many examples out here that contradict what they're saying. Yeah, that's what I don't get, though. I mean, how do you get these New York Times reporters sitting there and blasting it? I was telling Nigel when when he gave me that article um, where there was this New York Times reporter that did this whole expose in the editorial side of, of the New York Times about targeted individuals. I go, they don't even go after any conspiracy theorists as much as they've gone after targets and, and oh, trying yeah. to discredit us. Yeah. The The... the the sheer brutality of, you know, like like you have people who believe in aliens and reptilians and God. You know what I'm saying? And they don't even go against them as, as I, brutally I'll, as that article went against targeted individuals. And it was right that. after that guy in New Orleans. He was a TI, and he opened fire on the police or whatever. And, and then they did the article, and I could not believe how vicious and 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 just out and out discrediting of the TI community that they've never even done to people the the conspir the true, you know, tinfoil hat, we they believe in superhumans and reptilians and, you know, the this the spiritual warfare type of stuff and all this other stuff. They don't talk that that way about them in the way they did that they do to the targets. That means that they do have something to hide if you're gonna be that vicious against one group one so called group of people. Yeah, Alva, let me ask you a question. You know, in high school, you know, my major was forensic science, right? So we are what I would call us evidence. Evidence, right, evidence that of an illegal, uncons- uh, unconsensual experiment, right? Right. In forensics, if you go up on a crime scene, right, if you destroy or contaminate the crime scene, right, what happens to your evidence? Your evidence gets 
thrown out. It's been contaminated, right? It's no good. It won't hold up, right? So we are we are physical evidence. Oh, I know of, that. Right, exactly. So when you destroy, yeah, I know that, and, and not only just physical because we we talk about it and everything, but our human biologies will prove that we've been targeted with these well, that's, weapons. That's, that's part of the physical also, because the reaction of our bodies, you know, how these things affect our bodies. But no, no, no. I mean, what it's done to us physically, you know, our organs, our, our you know, our yeah, brains. I'm sure that, because they target the same regions all the time, because they're experimenting and allowing other people to do the same thing. That means that after a while, you know, it's like poking, if you poke, continue to poke someone, eventually they're going to get a bruise, and that bruise might turn into a scar, a cut that turns into a scar that doesn't go away. But you know what's so funny, Alga? Um, uh, back to the young lady I was talking about who was dating the drug addict, right? After we, we dated at first for about maybe like eight months, and then, you know, she left. I guess she went back to him. She dumped me and whatnot, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it, didn't, it wasn't until I was like uh, 20, going on 23 that we kind of reconnected, right? But in between then, the, 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 year, the year we dated, um, when she dumped me about a couple of months after, my mom was reading a book called Down These Mean Streets. And it's about a guy, it's, a, it's an autobiography about a guy named, an author named uh, Perry Thomas, a Puerto Rican author. And his uh, uh, struggle with, uh, with heroin, right? And like I said, you know, it, 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 stuff don't really dawn on you until, you know, you've experienced stuff and, and, and you really get to, to understand uh, what's at stake. And, uh, you know, it, it's and, – and, and, and I say this in, in, in a sense that, you know, people are being set up in a way at the same time, right, one for, for uh, causality um, to occur uh, – causality to occur and then uh, um, action, you know, um, uh, against the other person later, right? And people need to understand that these people who are behind, you know, all this experimentation, like, I mean, I have to say it again, there is, there is no good in them. They're destroying lives, like, like, yeah, like, like madness, you know. And 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 like I said, you know, we, we are right. We are the evidence. Yeah, the evidence. So destroy us, right? Then they destroy the evidence. They have created a destructive cult. That's basically right. it. They they really are. I mean, they they put Charles Manson and Jim Jones and all those guys to shame. They, they got yeah. these people lock, stock, and smoke and barrel under their control, and they could tell them anything they want to, and you could come to them with absolute, pure and concentrated truth, and they will not believe you. Yep. That's how indoctrinated they are. We're beyond the danger zone, and I think they lost control of it, and they know they did. And they don't know how to reel it back in without exposing themselves. Yeah. Right. So now just tell me this. How is it that my older brother used to always talk about this young chick who used to come into the pan yard and used to chase all the time, right, to, to get out the pan yard. He had no re- she had no reason why to be in a pan yard full of men, right? How come, you know, he was telling me this stuff and, and you know, and then, Months later, I end up meeting the same girl he was talking about. Didn't know, right? But then when he saw me with her, he was like, yo, Neil, that's the same chick I was telling you about who was coming to the pan yard. I was chasing all the time to get out of the pan yard. How, 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 how is it that I just happened to meet this person? 
how is it I just happened to meet, the, you know, the, the girl I was engaged to when my brother was telling me for weeks, man, I got this girl, you know, you you like her or whatever, who wasn't even now just in the, in, in the, uh, the school atrium, in the, um, in, the, in the student union center, and I'm just walking around. I just happened to see this girl uh, stand, sitting on a, um, on, a, on a counter, and I approached her, and we just started talking. And then my brother arrives about an hour later, and he goes, oh, I, I, see, I see you met my brother. Neil, this is the girl I was telling you about. <laughs> I mean, okay, once, yeah, twice, okay. I, I have to think about that. You understand what I'm saying? It's the honey trap. Right? So, I mean, uh-huh. it, just, it, it tells you that, like I said, you know, this has been going on for since I was a child, and it just, you know, it just, it, it just continues and continues, and, and these people are, um, they're, they're maniacs. They're, they're maniacs. Yeah. They're megalomaniacs. All right, listen, um, I'm going to say goodnight. I'm going to uh, watch this uh, report in the uh, Gloria Nail of the Alpha. I'm in the link. Yeah, me too. I think I'm going to watch the, uh, the Magnificent Seven again. That's a great movie, anyway. You guys need to see that movie. All right, Alda. Hello, Alda. You there? Alda. I guess I guess she got dropped. No, she's probably, she probably stepped. Away. She's probably stepped away. I don't want to um get up the call yet and say something Yeah. Uh, yeah, but like I said, Nash. I mean, just just think about that for a minute. Right, think of, and I just tweet. I'm not going to talk about the the, it's, the other. It's, it's honey yeah. traps, man. That's that's what they are. They they call honey traps. You know. But you know, in, in that's, my case, that's it's the just not just. Funny. Yeah, but it's not just it's not just that. It's it's mind control. You know what I'm saying? It's mind control. Yeah, mind control. Over this, the honey I, trap is I, part I of mean, the mind I control. Did, I just didn't happen to to want to move in with a chick. You know. Uh, on my own accord, my own decision making after only a month of dating, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, you know, it, no, I just didn't have to meet these two people, you know, that 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 my brother was telling me about weeks and months before I even, you know, I even saw them. This, this no, stuff is, I mean, this. I, mean, I don't know what Alda's doing, but I'm, I'm, I'm tired. Yeah, I'll just stand down. But uh, right. but yeah, I mean, like I said, man. It's, uh, anyway, but yeah, I mean, as targets, you know, we we also need to to look, you know, back at our experiences and also, you know, share our new experiences. Because a lot of times, you know, you'll you'll find little little gems in there, you know, like little genuine gems of of MK Ultra type shit. <laughs> yeah. Serious, seriously. Yeah. Yeah. So I, now, I, what I, do we do about it? Did you, Did you see the um the album that I posted on on that I post, I sent you in your, um on your Facebook? The um the Elephant Man, um the the Charlotte International Jug Festival Jug Fest. Uh Elephant Man, Trilly You. Um, um, last... uh, no, I haven't seen it. 
Yeah, I'll load the videos. Um, I'll load the videos tonight before I um, before I go to bed. A little bit load overnight. But the video came up. Where do you go, Alvin? I'm here. I'm back with my key. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I was, well, I was gonna say good night. I'm gonna watch the. Um, I'm gonna listen to the link that you sent with um, Gloria and Ella. Me too. Okay. So I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna listen to it. All right. So you have a good night. Me too. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.